Welcome to the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin, where to begin, grow, and aspire to become the best stylist you can be. Whether you're thinking about becoming a stylist, opening a salon, or developing your skills as an experienced stylist, the next step of your beauty career starts here. Each week, we'll discuss strategic ways to design, plan, and execute on becoming a stylist that excels behind the chair and above the bottom line. Here's your host, Tracy Franklin. I have dreamt of opening a school for over a decade now. I love to teach and have spent a lot of time pouring into students through teaching at surrounding schools, shadow days, and my apprenticeship program. As a salon owner, recruitment is always on our minds, so I was also hoping to attract some top-tier talent. But to be perfectly honest, the pickings were slim. So much time, energy, and resources went into onboarding new stylists, getting them trained, and salon ready, all with no real guarantee that they would even stay afterwards. So opening Aspire definitely started as a passion project, but also one out of necessity. We take a lot of pride in our extensive curriculum and the vast array of guest educators that have already visited our school. And the real world skill set that they develop that will set them up for success from the very beginning. I know there are a lot of schools out there that run good programs and produce skilled graduates, but there are also some out there that are doing the bare minimum, making it really hard on their students when they graduate. A new graduate struggling to find a job will be very discouraged. They will likely take a position at a salon that wasn't really on their list or make shitty money and have to take a second job just to get by. Or worse, give up altogether. And honestly, this one breaks my heart the most. This is not a unique situation either. I've seen so many talented stylists give up because they got a rocky start. Or they leave school with a flawed skill set and no real business or people skills. There is so much more to our industry than just doing hair. And they need to know what metrics to measure for growth and how to talk to their guests and perform a good consultation how to recommend proper at-home care, and how to get that guest on the books for next time. These are just a few of the skills you will need to have in order to really serve your guests well. So while you're in school, you do have the opportunity to get advanced trainings and certificates, and they really are a great idea for students. And it gives them a lot more options when it comes to the services that they can offer like right out of school. So many certifications are fairly affordable, like Masters of Balayage, one of my favorite ones. It's an incredible advanced training that you do online once a week on a mannequin for a three-month period of time. It's really fun and no pressure. And the last time I looked, I think it was around $300 for the course. Then there's Brazilian Blowouts. That's a certification which is entirely free for all students and stylists. And both of these services are well worth the time and investment, especially if you take into consideration the price point that they both yield in the salon. Getting your license is only the first step in building a career after graduation. To be perfectly honest, the work has just begun. Building a clientele is not for the weak. It requires a great deal of self-promotion and talking to people you don't know about who you are and why they should give you a chance. One of my mentors said something to me that is really stuck. He said, you gave up the right to be shy when you entered this industry, and it couldn't be more true. Building a clientele and connecting with your guests requires a lot of engagement. And I've seen people really struggle with this if they're a little bit more on the shy side or if their people skills aren't super strong. 
But I've also seen people come out of their shell and really flourish behind the chair because of it. Our role in the client-stylist relationship goes way beyond hair. So if you're struggling to build your clientele or retain the clients that you do have, you need to ask yourself if you're putting enough energy into the relationship. I mean, they can get a decent haircut anywhere. We have to give them reasons to choose us over and over again. So what business skills do students need to know that they normally aren't going to learn in school? Well, students need to know a few business basics upon graduation, and you will not find that very many schools have that in their curriculum. They need to know how to set a goal, just a basic goal, one that has action steps and can be measured. They need to know how to track their progress so they know when to raise prices and what to charge for their additional services and time. They also need to know what it costs them when their client buys their products elsewhere or what it costs to replace that client altogether. A lot of people ask if the students should start marketing themselves while they're still in school. And in my opinion, it's never too soon to start growing your following, building your clientele and promoting yourself. That should start in school. Social media is undeniably the easiest and most effective way of growing your reach and getting the word out. This is who I am. This is what I do. This is how you can benefit. And this is where you can find me. All this information will live on your profile. And all you have to do is show up a few days a week, interact with people a little bit and showcase some of your best work. If you aren't willing to do this, I wish you luck. The van of clients begging for your services isn't coming, so you better figure out what you are willing to do. Not to mention a stylist interviewing at a salon with no portfolio of their work is very suspect to me, and I'm not likely to take it any further. I think students being in the salon early on is an incredible way to start making those connections. Shadow days are a great opportunity for students or applicants to see how the salon operates to see what a busy day in that environment feels like. How do they treat their clients? How do they treat each other? Is the vibe in the salon a good match for you? Well, shadow days are a great preview and you should take full advantage. I'm always surprised when someone comes to shadow me and they don't ask any questions. I mean, I realize it takes some people some time to warm up, but if we've spent the whole day together and you didn't pick my brain, you've wasted your time and mine. So please show up looking great, ask all the questions and get the most you can out of that opportunity. Students should definitely be trying to get that real world experience while they're still in school. So we often try to hire students to work in the salon part time as part of the front desk personnel or to be an assistant. This allows us to see what their work ethic is like. Do they call in a lot? Are they late? We also get to see how well they take care of the guests and how they interact with the team. In turn, they get to be part of the team and see if our culture and business practices align with them and what they see for themselves. So how are you supposed to get clients in the salon when you're still in school? Well, one of the best ways for students to get real world experience is in the student salon. You will be learning what it takes to be a good service provider and how to be a good listener. You may have heard this before, and the rumor is true. Clients tell their stylist everything, so multitasking is a must. It also teaches you how to manage your time and how to work within appointment parameters. Aspire is still a relatively new academy, so we are still building our presence and our reputation in our community. 
So our students have an active part in getting the word out and getting clients in their chair, or they will have to work on mannequins, which isn't nearly as much fun. Some things in beauty school will never change. And one of those things is experimenting on each other's hair. So many girls go into school a virgin, a color virgin, (laughs) and it's an absolute miracle if you graduate without experiencing some undesirable results, some things that just didn't turn out quite right. And for some, it's a miracle if you graduate with any hair at all. But it is a good way of learning some valuable lessons, what to do, and especially what not to do. I also believe models are a great way to transition from the mannequin to people without feeling the pressure of being a paying client. This is a good time for you to reach out to all your friends and family and see who's willing to support you, or should I say, who's willing to trust you. So now it's time to transition from student to stylist. Well, you can't hit a target that you can't see, so you do have to know how to set goals. It's important to know how much money you need to make to support yourself. How many days are you going to work? Now you know how much you need to make each day. Now play with the services you offer and see what services are the most rewarding, both financially and creatively. Now you need to take a look at your schedule and come up with a plan. Always have a plan. If you don't have enough services on your book, it's time to look at what else is possible. What can we do to add more value to the guest service plan and more money to your paycheck? Write it down and at the end of the day, assess the plan and see what worked and where you landed. Do this every day and watch how setting an intention makes such a difference. You can choose to settle for whatever is on your book or you can be a co-creator in your life and do what it takes to succeed. It's totally up to you. The students were asking me the other day, Miss Tracy, what's your niche? And, you know, and I told them it's extensions, it's color, it's the things that I enjoy doing. And they said, well, what's our niche? And I said, well, I'm not sure. That's something you get to decide. So a lot of them are saying the same things. Well, I think it'll be extensions. Well, you're not doing extensions yet. How do you know? I don't know. I just feel like it will. It's so fun to hear these excited, creative juices flowing in their minds. And I honestly cannot wait to see all this play out. But your niche will change through the years. In school, it's probably going to fall somewhere between what you really enjoy doing and what you're really good at. But stay open to new things. The great part about this industry is how fast it changes. Trends come and go, and you can pivot and reinvent yourself as often as you want to. Finding your salon home. How can you find the best salon for you? Well, it is really important, and you shouldn't be waiting until you're out of school to start looking. So book those shadow days and get that resume updated. Be prepared and be ready. Nothing impresses me more than receiving a student's resume while they're still in school. Someone that's planning ahead and doing the footwork in my book is a great sign. So there are a lot of beauty professionals in your community that it would probably be a good idea to build a relationship with. The easiest way to connect with them is just to follow them on social media, like their content, ask some questions and see how you can find out more about them and where they work and whether or not that might be a good fit for you. All right, so now it's graduation time and I'd like to go over some of my favorite points to know that you are salon ready. First, make sure that you have gotten everything you can out of that curriculum. Leave no stone unturned. I don't care if you think you're gonna do the service or not. You're gonna need it to pass your test and it's always good to have as many skill sets in your pocket as possible. Next, if you're not confident in your service, 
Try and try again. Practice may not make perfect, but it will make it better. Never be too good to bust out that mannequin head and keep practicing. Then make sure you have no less than five shadow days in at least three different salons that you're interested in working at. Make sure you've submitted resumes to those salons. And lastly, make sure that you have a strong online portfolio. Do not skip this part. I'm so thankful to be a small part of your journey. Thank you so much for listening and I wish you all continued success in your careers. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin. If you enjoyed listening and you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. The Aspiring Stylist Podcast with Tracy Franklin is a Morgan Franklin production. Today's episode was written and produced by Morgan Franklin. Editing and post-production by Mike Franklin. Want to find out more about Tracy and the Aspiring Barber and Beauty Academy? Go to AspireBarberAndBeauty.com. 